Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Refresh your Sundays with Grace Notes. Artful. Come follow up. Family rules. Hello Sunday. And music and the spoken word. Seek. Hear. Feel. Sundays on BYU TV. What is up, guys? I'm Dusty Grant, the host of the DG and Friends podcast. I'm excited to take this ride with you as I get to know interesting folks from all walks of life and pick their brains about their journey. I'd like to sincerely thank you for tuning in. DG and Friends starts now. What is up, everybody? It's like a fr- it feels like a Friday. It's not necessarily a Friday. It's a Wednesday. For me, it doesn't feel like a Friday. It just feels like a weird day because I have to work Friday. But you're off for the week, yeah? I'm done, man. You're done. So what's up, guys? My buddy Derek uh, Relaford's with me again for another happy hour hang. This is an impromptu sesh, um, but we got pretty good feedback on the last one, so we decided to do it again. And we were just uh, bitching like... (laughs) we. I know. So you fill everybody in on this because i i started hearing the story but i figured let's go live and tell everybody what's going on here's the the thing either there is a global fucking conspiracy out to get me (laughs) or i smoke way too much weed one of those two things (laughs) i don't know which one yet but uh pretty pissed tried to buy weed and they're like you can't you can't buy weed today well, I could, but they wouldn't let me buy the amount of weed I was trying to buy. And the reason I was trying to buy a lot of weed is because it's 30% off today. You know, I'm like, yeah. hey, why not pick up some buds? And then next thing you know, they're like, well, you can pick up this many buds. This, I was like, no. The thing is, is there's, I, I, I think it has to be a mistake. Although usually, like, I've never had this problem. You know, like, it, you get, like, quite a bit, man. I think what it is is a... Um, my my uh, family, my my mom and dad's side, uh, some of the, some of them over there smoke, and they have their cards and everything. And we went over there a couple times. Usually, we only go there like once every few weeks. But we went over there a couple times this last week. Yeah. And I think I just broke too much bud out, and <laughs> I can't buy any more pot. Basically. It's like I mean, it's I like know, you live in tomorrow. A, it's like you live in a. It's like you live in a different country. To be honest with you, when you're talking about that, like I don't even. The, well, the only thing I can compare that to is, like they do that thing here with allergy medicine. So if you like, my allergies in Kansas are terrible. I get like all these inner ear infections. And I get vertigo from it and all this other crap. But I have to. I have to take like Claritin D or Zyrtec D or whatever the. You know, I switch it up. They say it helps. I don't feel like it does. But they will only let me buy fifteen at a time. Because you can get like Liddy on it. I I don't know. Maybe they use it for meth or something. I don't actually know the the whole reason behind it. But I can go buy a one seven five of Jack Daniels and a twelve gauge. But I can't buy two packages of Claritin D just because I'm there. Like, how much sense does that make to you? Like, why are they limiting you? If I mean, if I mean, for you, it's a medicinal it's a medicinal type of use, correct? I mean, it helps you take yeah, the edge. Yeah, I'm doing it medicinally. Yeah, I think what they try to do is to um, prevent you from selling it. You know, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Which that I makes sense. Which I don't sell it, you know. But if like if like I'm with another card user, like it, it doesn't matter whose weed you smoke, you know. Um, but like, I think I have a problem. With your use, you would you would fucking yeah you would fucking freak out if you knew. My wife told me how much I spent on pot in one month, one time. It was like three months ago. It's usually not this bad, but it's just pretty bad problem. So yes. why not just back off? You know, you know, you know it's an I issue. Just, uh, one of those uh, one of those sloppy people that just like smokes weed all day. 
I, I can't identify. I can't identify. But like, I, that is that is a. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that. To be honest with you, I, I honest is there is <laughs> is there doing too much? You know, is there? It depends on what you're using it for and if it's helping you or is it is it ruining your productivity? Is it ruining your life? Like, what's the what's the? I mean, aside from the money that you're spending on it, which is also obviously a negative. Um, but like, hey, honestly, what, what are the negative for the money? If it wasn't for the money, I don't feel like it. It's excessive. Oh man. Like all I know is that when, when I'm like not using cannabis, my obsessive compulsive disorder is pretty, pretty consuming like yeah. to a institutionalized level. So, um, I feel like. I'm baked all the time, which I, I say I'm baked all the time. Like I just smoked an entire joint. I wouldn't get in a car and drive right now, but I would if like if like if I knew that was like no cops gonna get me or anything. Like, I'm <laughs> fine, you know. Like I can now if I take like a big dab or two, then like yeah, I'm kind of stoned. But like being a daily smoker, like I kind of treat cannabis like cigarettes. Plus, I buy really low potency marijuana, and that's what my biggest problem is. I think. I buy the, the lowest potency marijuana because you can get a lot of it for cheap. So I know that I like the act of smoking. Yeah, you like the act marijuana. more than the effect. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll sit here at work and I'll smoke a joint while I'm working and I'm not fucking like listening to Pink Floyd in a cosmic. I am literally feel like, okay, I just have like maybe a tiny bit of a buzz, but for the most part, I'm calm. I'm collected. I'm ready. It's basically how I, I, I look. I, I look at it as like smoking cigarettes because the weed I smoke is like probably around the 18 to 20 percent range as far as thc which is not that good <laughs> you know like most weed snobs would look at the weed i smoke and be like that's disgusting dude but like i i just i know i like to smoke large quantities of marijuana because i just enjoy this, the act of doing it and i know that i can't be smoking like 30 percent weed while i'm working because i got shit to do you know so like i think my my problem with weed is um it's it's totally i think the the effects of it are are fine i think it's about just like a smoking habit you know but it's just really expensive and that's and then i smoke too much probably like but it's, it's just like saying of like i smoke too many cigarettes like it's a it's obviously like a some kind of uh, i'm doing this too much you know something manic or something like that yeah just doing shit like this and it's it's yeah i'm manic basically but you know i i, I live with that you know so I feel like when you're when you're dealing with bipolar disorder, like you kind of just have to. Not, you're never gonna fucking be all right, but you try to find like the the least damaging the path thing of, to abuse. Yeah, well, yeah, and I I've got a couple, one friend in particular, and I'm not gonna out them unless they wanted me to, but like they're they're the same way. Like I just have to find out how it works for me. You know, I just have to find out. I just have to find out what path in life I have to take to accommodate this because there's nothing I can do about it. I have to deal with it. And I just need to figure out the way that I can do that to be at least reckless. And to me, you're not, to me, I, the, to me, like, it sounds like your thing is more like a cigarette addiction than like, yeah. I wouldn't be concerned about the psychological effects. I'd be more concerned about just the act of smoking that yeah. much. But I mean, that's like smoking cigarettes. So, I mean, you can, you're, what you're doing yeah. is, le you, what you're doing is perfectly legal. <laughs> so like it's, there's this, yeah, there's, there's a stigma it. on it. And but it, My dad has some, uh, be like 18% marijuana. Like, it, like if somebody has never smoked weed before and they smoked a few hits of 18% marijuana, they'd be pretty fucking high. Yeah. Somebody I don't know. That, I don't know. The, smoker. It, it's not much, dude. Like, if you, if somebody was like a daily smoker and they were used to smoking like snobby weed, like shit that was like around twenty six, twenty seven percent, like if they smoked my shit, dude, they probably wouldn't even smoke it. They'd be like, oh, "I'm good, man." This you is know what I'm trash. Saying? Like, pretty much, dude. <laughs> Rubbish. And, like, my dad, my dad, uh, got some, uh, uh, some like twenty seven percent shit the other day, just because they were they were offering it on like a, a special, and it was you know. And I smoked one bowl of that the other day when we were watching football, and I was ached, dude. I was like, "Whoa, man! Like this is what weed does to you." you know? <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I, the, the the side effects of cannabis that I feel like I don't like. One of them, I don't really like the overeating. I, I just eat stupid stuff. I don't totally. I don't eat all day, 
But so you're eating trash. Eat, yeah, I just eat garbage, you know. I'm just like whatever. And uh, and uh, the I do end up taking quite a few naps. I envy people that can nap. I wish I could nap, you know? Like, I don't know how you're saying that's a negative thing. But Matt Baller is asking, uh, which favorite weed movie? You want to go first or you want me to? Go ahead. Man, I would probably say Friday. Either Friday or uh, Friday or Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Those movies both are to me like I just Friday brings back so many memories like even back in that age when I was dabbling in it and stuff like that and you used to watch it and you're just like at that time Chris Tucker was the shit and it, it was just such a funny movie um, so I think Friday yeah I would have to go with Friday my wife's never seen Friday uh, and she's like what is it I'm like uh, it's I'm like it's good and she's like what is it about I'm like it's Ice Cube and Chris Tucker just smoking weed on the front porch and then the end she's like that sounds dumb I'm like what you know what though dude I, it's funny because like I, I watched those movies as an adult but I remember when Friday came out dude I was a kid I didn't smoke weed how old are you you know I'm 37 okay so you're two years so younger Friday than me came out like I had to be like 12 11 something I was old I was a little kid I think um like I definitely didn't smoke weed when I would watch Cheech and Chong movies all that stuff you know like 1995 Derek yeah so like 94 was when Kurt Cobain died and I remember being like a fucking tyke you know I was like oh I don't know who that guy is but I feel like this is a really big moment in the world like um I, I didn't I, I couldn't relate to those movies and people that say those movies are like uh, I don't know I think some people can be fucked into trying drugs because they see it on film like I definitely didn't like I associated marijuana with losers like early on I have I have my dad my birth father has like 14 siblings and like four of them in prison for narcotics and as a kid I thought they were fucking losers as an adult I'm like put them in jail for what because they gave somebody a chemical uh go to the pharmacy you know it's like yeah we do that all day here in this country yeah that is that is a little bit strange like i i you think about how the that's still criminal in places like where like in kansas where i live where you're sitting dude yeah yeah absolutely like up real quick dusty and you'll get raided <laughs> absolutely no you're not gonna see any of that from me here ever like you're in a place where it's legal so it's i really smart, don't care man. you should turn something sweet on your green screen actually since we're sitting here can you dude i'm, I'm so i'm so frazzled <laughs> so frazzled you need to put up something that sets the mood <laughs> can't possibly do anything else <laughs> well, I had an experience. Matt, Matt Ballard is at 35. You had an experience what? Oh, I had an experience similar to what you experienced, but I wasn't picking up weed. I was actually picking up takeout Thanksgiving dinner because I have to work Friday and my wife does some baking and stuff and she got a bunch of orders for this pudding and all this traditional bread stuff that she makes and she just started that, but she got a bunch of orders more than she thought. And she's like, I can't cook this year. I don't have time. I have a bunch of shit to make. I'm like, okay, cool. So I just ordered in and I called it in and they're like, okay, well, we're out of turkeys and hams, but we can give you sliced turkey and sliced ham. I'm like, All right, I'll take two pounds of each, whatever. And they're like, and if you could come pick it up tonight, it'd be better because tomorrow night we're going to be slammed. And I'm like, okay, cool. What time would you like me to come pick it up? And they're like seven. I get there at seven o'clock. I walk out of there at seven 45 <laughs> and I've got the boys with me. And we're all wearing Crocs because I thought I was just going to walk in and walk out. <laughs> so we have like matching Crocs on. Lucas is wearing shorts and a dinosaur raincoat. And, you know, I'm just like, what did you order? What's your name? What, who are you? I'm like, I'm doing exactly what you guys told me to do to accommodate you. Like, what are we? What's the confusion about here? And uh, they ended up getting it right, I think. I checked it before I left and it looked like everything was correct unless they put like sand in the <laughs> things, you know, but it looked, it looked like it was correct. Dusty Grant, I'm trash. I realized I was trash. Yes. Two days ago I was in here editing and doc came running here and my son docs four. he's obese. 
just happens. We're 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 gonna we're gonna join a gym. Me and Doc. I'm gonna te- I'm gonna get him into like uh, training and stuff. But he uh, he's he's a fucking shit brick house, dude. Like he can, he can inflict damage already, dude. But uh, he he was he just he basically just chills in his underwear like boxer briefs, like, which just has to change. My brother and his his uh, wife and two daughters are moving in Sunday, so I'm like, dude, you have to put clothes on, man. You can't walk around in your underwear all day. <laughs> But he came running in here. He's like, Dad, the ice cream truck's here. And he had a handful of ones. I was like, where the fuck did you get that? And he's like, let's go. And I was like, all right. I just, you know, I was high. So I was like, all right. So I just got up and we like <laughs> ran outside, ran down the thing. And we're like sitting there waiting for ice cream. I still have people looking at us. And I like look down. I'm like, oh, yeah, my kid's in his underwear with no shoes on. Dude, like I'm that guy. Like I'm the guy that's standing out in the middle of the street with a kid that's like half naked, basically. Uh, you know, just checked out, man. What? Yeah, you need to, you got to turn it around, man. You're making dark memes. You're <laughs> you're doing all kinds of sketchy shit. Smoking too much. I mean, what, we got to get you on the right track here. What can we do? Refresh your Sundays with Grace Notes. Artful. Come follow up. Family rules. Hello Sunday. And music and the spoken word. Seek, hear, feel. Sundays on BYU. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. TV. Flashing me right now. Really? Yep. That'll, that'll turn okay. things around quickly. Okay. You better get out of here. <laughs> What's that? A lady's legs? Extra thick. Extra thick. You is, girl. <laughs> Damn. What, what are you right, sipping on? now, Dusty. Coffee? I got some coffee, man. Oh. This is my fr- I just realized. <laughs> no, I just realized I'm one of this the is types that'll drink coffee uh, an hour before bed. You're coffee. like my wife. My wife can crush 32 ounces of coffee right before she goes to bed and sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah. And I and I don't drink coffee after noon because <laughs> if I have one <laughs> one ounce of caffeine, I'm wired to like 3 a.m. And I like I I love coffee, but it's it's always my first drink of the day and then it's over with like i, I was taking pre-workout have you ever drank a pre-workout no you like that- you like mix it into water and it's got a bunch of caffeine and a bunch of crazy like vitamins and shit in it b12 and all this dude i yeah i like you have to time when you're taking that stuff so you're driving to the gym and if there's a you know an accident or a traffic jam somewhere or something and you already drank your pre-workout and you're like somebody had to die in this story Dusty (laughs) you're like there's a pile up there's dead people and you already drank it (laughs) yeah yeah and you're I mean and you're and you're sitting in your car just going absolutely apeshit because you've got like this crazy boost of energy and then you're just sitting at a stoplight what goes in must come out dude what is the what is the process like what is what is your next bowel movement like after you drink that shit explosive just like just like the just like yeah everything that is beneficial it's like yeah it's gonna do this this and this what about pooping oh it's gonna look like a shotgun went on the toilet (laughs) man like it's just gonna just everywhere (laughs) i mean i i dude i stopped drink i stopped i stopped drinking it i stopped drinking it man it, it was just it was just too much for me and I couldn't handle the anxiety and I'd just be sitting there laying in bed at like four in the morning my wife's like dude I can hear you thinking <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> like my eyes must be like flashlights, you know what I mean? Just and I'm just spun out. And then I when I come down off of it, I'm tired as hell, but I still can't sleep and I get like delirious. See, that's the biggest thing with me is like I have problems with sleeping. I have problems with like settling down and and relaxing and sitting in one place for very long. I dude, I wake up all the time in the middle of the night every night. I can't I can't remember I can't remember the last time I slept for like six hours continuously. Honestly, swear to God, you know I cannot that remember. Can, that can uh, that can drive you crazy. Well, yeah. Look, <laughs> my dad, like my dad, dude, uh, my my stepdad. I call him my dad though because he he did the job. But uh, he has insomnia, and he'll like he says he'll go upstairs, he'll lay down, and he'll close his eyes, and just nothing for like two hours and he'll mm-hmm. say he's like i won't think i'll just have my eyes closed and i'll just think about blackness he's like and the next thing i know i'm downstairs watching tv and then it's like eight in the morning and then he falls asleep on the couch for a couple hours my dad basically sleeps in like little two to three minute in- intervals you know and it's because he's like beat his body up working in the oil field for 35 years and uh you know partied a little bit in his 20s you know well, who <laughs> there's didn't? a little bit I mean, of damage from those days you come know? on but like you know he's he's 60 almost you know he's i think he's around 60. he's feeling it you know like he's getting up there and stuff and uh but yeah you know like uh, i don't i don't envy that at all like and, and you know i hate saying this because it's like uh brag it's like saying like oh we got pregnant on the first try to somebody that's been trying to have a kid for like you know three in vitro treatments which right is like 80 grand a piece you know you're just so rubbing their nose in it if you're listening to this and then you have a kid easily never brag about that because fucking you're crushing somebody that day just, <laughs> you know like it's not good but like i forgot where i was going with that dude you forgot where you're going completely it's over the so sleeping thing. You forgot. I did this for you last week. I had to rescue you. I threw you a life raft. And here I am again. <laughs> DG and friends, when you're my friend, I bring oh, yeah, you back. Dude. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that I'll go to the room at night and I'll, you know, do the man thing. You know, look at look at some pornographer. <laughs> fucking take care of some things. And then a couple, couple swipes of Facebook a little bit of meme farming on reddit and then i'm one of those people that <laughs> plug my phone in i put it down and i close my eyes and i wake up like i just go to sleep oh you're lucky and i know dude and, but i was all they put me on a pill one time where i couldn't sleep and i made them take me off of it dude. i was like nah i was like i have mental illness and there's a lot of days when i'm like really fucked up with ocd that sleep is the only thing that's keeping me here you know I'm just yeah. like, eventually i can shut down and go to sleep and i don't have to think anymore you know and you know that's why i smoke a shitload of weed man because like i'm just trying to uh, i have a i have a lyric that says uh, i'm nervous when i sit still so i don't sit still anymore and it's, it's mostly like a, a mind thing you know like i i ra- rarely will you find me just sitting there being idle if, even if i'm just sitting there being a fat piece of shit i'm thinking about something that i'm working on you know what you're I'm the saying? same as me dude in that in that regard except for the except for the sleeping thing and to be honest with you i'm not tired yeah. <laughs> like i feel i mean i feel i feel good but i wonder if like the wear and tear that i'm sustaining and training and stuff like that is because i'm not getting enough rest to recover and some things like that but i mean as far as mentally and like my mental acuity like creativity my brain is firing on all fucking cylinders right now i'm excited i'm pumped like a lot of people are sitting around resting on their laurels like i'm i'm pumped i got new music coming out like i'm fired up and i'm thinking of ways to promote and i'm thinking of ways to be positive and i'm thinking of good ideas and whatever it is and and i'm not I'm not tired. You know what I mean? I think I'm just waking up with like my brain rests just enough to cultivate some crazy idea. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to get up and like take my phone in the bathroom and write it down because if I go back to bed, I won't remember. Yeah. And then I like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I go through the same thing when I release new music, like when I'm anticipating a release, like the night before a release, I don't sleep a fucking wink. I'm checking shit, going back over stuff, making sure everything's, you know, just so. And it's like, I don't know if people understand how much obsession goes into that, making sure every nook and cranny is fucking dialed in. And it's like, I don't care if they recognize that. I recognize that. That's 
something that I like to do. I enjoy it. And it's like, if I'm going to do it, I have to burn the midnight oil to do it. And I guess I'm maybe my body's acclimating to it. They also say as you get older, you don't need as much sleep. Dude, my wife, when I met her, she was working all night uh, uh, where she would kind of sleep a little bit um, because she was taking care of a guy that was sleeping. So, like, she would watch TV, but she had to get up several times. I mean, she wasn't sleeping all night, you know, but she, she did doze off a little bit every once in a while. But then she would get off work, come hang out with me, and then go to – I wouldn't go to sleep. And then around noon, she would go to the school, and she would play piano for the for the choir teacher for, like, four periods. And she would go home and, like – my wife still to this day, dude, like, she usually stays up till about 3 in the morning every night. She thinks she's fucking 12. <laughs> And she sleeps on the couch in a weird angle, like every night. She doesn't sleep with me. She sleeps on the couch at a weird angle because she has a fear of missing out. You think she's gonna miss something if she goes? If you tell my wife to go to bed, dude, it's the only time she'll ever fucking like cuss me out. Like she, it's like she's a twelve-year-old girl, Dusty. She's Why? Like, don't tell me what to do. I'm what like, is she gonna dad? miss? Like, what is she worried about missing? I don't know. But she, but then she gets up at like seven in the morning and works all day and takes care of the kids. I don't, she sleeps like she, my wife's been going on like four hours of sleep since I met her and we've been together 10 years. So like some people just do that, man. Like she, she's also the type of person that she won't sleep in because if she sleeps for too long, her body hurts. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, no, I, I do the, same. It's the opposite. Same thing, dude. I'll lay, if I lay in one spot for too long, my fucking arm starts to go numb. You know what I mean? I, I'm. I think I'm just starting to carry the wear and tear of all the of all the shit I've done to my body, like playing football, doing jujitsu, kickboxing, all that stuff. Like all the stuff that they're coming at. Curly Merkin is in the house. Who's what in, who's in is Ballard? Uh, Matt Baller? You know Matt Baller from Facebook. You talk to me about him. You're like that dude is all over the Wichita music scene. Matt Baller. Oh, Matt Baller. I know the name, but I can't. I know like a lot of uh, a lot of people through. But you, you got to see the picture. Yeah, oh, Matt ba- Matt Baller's asking. Matt Baller Matt Baller's asking for the new Dusty meme. <laughs> There's a few in the pipeline. <laughs> Trust me, I've got a few in the pipeline. I've got a, I've got assholes sending them to me on a daily basis now. <laughs> And they're just gonna keep pumping out. I've got a, I've got a special Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've got a special Thanksgiving. Was, I didn't really meme. get it, but it was like, it was a guy sitting on a toilet and his nuts were like stuck in, in between the seat and the porcelain. <laughs> it was like your phone's dead, but you still want to get that Dusty Grant vibe on. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what that means, but I was like, well, that's just mean. I'll send it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's saying he can't sleep in any other position besides on his stomach, and sometimes he has sleep paralysis. So, yeah, that's fine. So, sleep paralysis, what is Never. Uh, Explain sleep sleep paralysis to me. So, sleep paralysis is like where you think you're awake, you're not. You think you're awake. You can hear everything in the room around you. You're, you're and as far as you're concerned, you're not dreaming. You can hear everything. You can hear the TV. You can keep track of conversations, but you cannot, for the life of you, move a single muscle in your body. It's basically like, and you just sit there wondering, like, I just have a fucking stroke. Is this it? Am I just gonna, you know? Because I've seen, I've taken care of a woman, dude. That Do they know what causes it? Move her eyelids anymore. Uh, I'm sure we could Google. Matt probably knows something about it, but like. It's it, it, like you just can't move. It's just you're paralyzed, dude. And, I, and for me, I can't open my eyes. I can't talk. I can't scream. Can't move. I, I but it doesn't happen very often. But when it does, dude, it's. But like the older I get, man, like when it happened when I was a kid, dude, I would freak the fuck out. Okay, so listen to this. Okay, the, so I'm just looking at it. The causes of sleep paralysis include. Just, this is just a quick Google search too. So I'm not like trying to say I'm a doctor. Um, but causes of sleep paralysis, insomnia, disrupted sleeping patterns, for example, because of shift work or jet lag, narcolepsy, PTSD, anxiety, panic attacks, family history of sleep paralysis. So I have, I mean, I've had insomnia, check, disrupted sleeping patterns, check, (laughs) 
PTSD, possibly. Anxiety, definitely. Panic, definitely. Not sure about the family history, but I checked some of the boxes on that, and I've never experienced it, strangely. It's not fun. I'm lucky. You just get kind of... You just get kind of like freaked out, and then you generally it's it's co- it's coupled with you think somebody's like in there about to hurt you, and you can't sca- you can't scream for help, you can't do anything. You're just like laying there. So what happened to me was I was uh, on some medication, and it was when I first got help with mental illness, and I went to a, just a regular doctor, like a, somebody you go to when you hurt your foot. They're like, try these pills. They didn't ask me any questions. They just put me on this pill. I lost my mind, dude. And I was, was a painkiller on my couch. Huh? Was it a painkiller? No, it was, it? A, it, was a, it was a, it was a basically Prozac. Okay. And I was laying down and I had my like one year old son laying on my chest, which is really, I really, that's really dangerous, man. I was zonked out on pills. I could have rolled over on him. You know, I would never do that now, but I was laying with my one year old on my chest and I fell asleep. I had sleep paralysis when I woke up and I was just trying so hard to move and I couldn't. And there was people in my office messing around on my computer and wrestling papers around. Ugh. Swear to God, that's what I sounded like. So I'm all bombed out of my head on these pills. So then I had pissed the police off in Garden City by um, this lady. They had did like this really shitty arrest on this lady, and I helped her release the video to the public. And anyway, I had pissed the police off. And so like I was like sitting there going to sleep, and my uh, OCD which was way kicked into gear by these meds I was on, dude. I was convinced that they, that the police had put me under a trance and they had went and put a bunch of like kid porn on my computer and like bomb shit. And I was so convinced of it that I thought my wife was in on it, dude. And that was when I had to go see a psychiatrist. (laughs) They're like, let's talk to somebody. Think about the chemical. I put all of our phones in one side of the house and I took her to the other side of the house and I was whispering. Setting us up, they're gonna plant cocaine on us. She's like, You're crazy. I'm like, No, I pissed them off. She's like, They don't care about that. I'm like, Yes, they do. They did crazy. I, I mean, crazy. I've the, Again, the big never, never without. I was on a, a Prozac basically, and you're not supposed to do that to somebody who's bipolar. I was in the fucking clouds, bro. I, I, I thought the president was after me, I thought they were all gonna set me, and I didn't do anything wrong. I, I, I just thought I was being set up because I helped some lady show the world that the cops were really rude when they arrested her like you know like crazy stuff you know yeah i i've i guess the only thing i can really compare to that is like a panic attack you know i've had panic attacks before and where i feel like i'm gonna die it's like the first time i the first time i had when i was actually driving and i was driving back to omaha i was working down here but i refresh your sundays with grace notes artful come follow up Family Rules, Hello Sunday, and Music and the Spoken Word. Seek, Hear, Feel. Sundays on BYU-TV. Refresh your Sundays with Grace Notes. Artful, Come Follow Up. Family Rules, Hello Sunday, and Music and the Spoken Word. Seek, Hear, Feel. Sundays. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's on BYU TV. I'd been working tons of hours. And I didn't have any social life at all. And I was just, at that time, I was just living in a cheap apartment, socking money away and working my ass off because I didn't know anybody. I'm like, I might as well get, might as well get the paper while I'm, you know, while I have the chance to do it. And I went up to, I went up to Omaha 
to see a buddy and jam and write some tunes and whatever. But I was on my way up there and I had to pull over on the highway. I thought I was going to die. I don't know. I, I don't know what I was. Something happened that kind of triggered it. But I was driving and I'm like, <gasps> and he's like, you need to pull over, man. You need to pull over. This is getting crazy. And I and I I had never had one before. So to me, it was terrifying. Like I got out, got out of the car, walked around the car a couple of times, sat there, took deep breaths and finally kind of worked through it. And he's like, yeah, dude, you had a panic attack. And I'm like, oh, that's what that feels like. You feel like you're going to die of anxiety. And I've had a couple of them since then, but I'm almost to the point now where I feel like I'm Zen enough to like, when I know they're coming on, I'm like, I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be like, I'm going to go have a good cry. <laughs> no, what, but I do whatever man, it may be, you know. I had to tell myself because mine, mine is uh, with the OCD. Mine was uh, very. With OC, okay, so people, a lot of people with OCD. If you go to like an OCD message board and you and you see, you'll see a lot of people. <laughs> you know, like, and you're probably guilty of this. I know I'm guilty of it, but everybody's guilty of being like, "Well, I'm so OCD because I do this," or "I'm oh, so, I'm so OCD because I do that." But OCD. Is not being neat. OCD is not being tidy. That is not obsessive. Obsessive compulsive disorder is some people thinking that that crazy as shit, dude, and they can't not think it. You know, like um, basically anybody that has a crazy phobia that's like life altering, where they can't do that. They, like people that can't be around mustard and shit. Like it's just OCD generally, dude. Just an obsession that has gone. Or you, and then the rituals happen, like you do things to make yourself feel better, but they don't really do anything. It's very ritualistic and stuff. Like OCD is a very debilitating, disgusting disease, dude. Like, uh, but those are those people that you see that like, you know, you see them on Lifetime eating cat hair and they're like obsessed with eating cat hair or they're like obsessed with an inflatable pool toy. You know what I mean? Or they have these like really weird quirks, like oh, they eat toilet paper, or eat tissue. Like there's all these weird things, and you're sitting there going, "How does this fit in?" To like, how do you take that first handful of cat hair and just swallow it? How do you? And that that's that's like the thing about the heroin thing too. I'm like, I mean, I I experimented with stuff, but I never got into the hardcore stuff. But I always wondered, like somebody that what point do you have to get to to where you're like all right i'm gonna stick that needle in my arm and jam this shit in a vein and i know it's possibly gonna kill me and certainly create a life life destroying addiction all right let's go how like how do you how how do you get to that point have you done it generally no but how heroin starts from what i know i've I've been around it a lot uh, especially in raleigh back in the day when i lived there a lot of friends were on it, and I, there one summer there was like twenty seven kids that just died. Were they snorting it or shooting it? Uh, both, whatever. Ugh. A lot of them were snorting it though when they died. Um, what it generally happens is somebody gets like a football injury or a baseball injury, or they break their toe, they get put on pain pills. They immediately become addicted to the pain pills. Then they start finding the pain pills on the street and they're paying an arm and a leg for a little pill that's full of a bunch of garbage besides the opiate. There's a bunch of other shit in there. And then they find out, you know what? I can buy heroin, which is basically better for me than this shit that I'm putting into my body. And it's about a fucking fraction of the cost. So therefore, you get people shooting up heroin for the first time because they're already addicted to opiates. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to get a better high. I'm going to get a safer high. And fucking, you know, it's not safe to fucking cook up some pill from the pharmacy and shoot it up, you know? Like, no. There's a lot of shit in there, you know? Like, heroin, you know? Like, again, it's not. And that's that's one thing, like, I like Oregon just did this thing where they legalized everything. They didn't legalize it, but they decriminalized all these, all these drugs. And I, I think that's kind of the right path. Like, somebody who has a drug problem shouldn't be considered a criminal. They should be considered someone with a drug problem. You know, it's like, hey, we need to do something about this, but... Not putting them in prison would be a good thing to do. You know, it's like well, they need uh, treatment. You know, it's, it's yeah. but that's, and, and but that's expensive treatment, too. Even if somebody is beyond like, even if somebody's like, you know what, I just wanted to fucking do opiates for the rest of my life. I'm like, cool. Can you go to a clinic? Will you go to a clinic and have a nurse administer it to you, and you can just sit there and doze off all night and sleep? I don't give a shit. But please stop buying shit from some guy named Rodney in a Dude. fucking 
back of a fucking venue and then going and shooting it up in a fucking stairwell and hopefully not dying. Like, if you're going to fucking do opiates, please go to a clinic and have, and have it administered to you after they take your weight, do a drug test to see what else you're fucking with in your system and let you know exactly how much you need to take to kick off. Did you read Keith Richards' biography? No. It's an autobiography. It's like it's told in the first person, but I think he obviously had somebody writing with him. But he said the re like, and he can't. He saw so many musicians come and go with heroin and all that type of stuff, and he's always done it and said he always did it. And he said the reason that he thinks he never like OD'd or had. I mean, I think he OD'd a few times and probably died a few times. Like everybody that's done heroin, I guess, eventually experiences that, but. He said the biggest thing for him was he always did the same amount. He said no matter how much how much further we got, how far, far into it I got, I always did the same amount. I never I never tried to up the ante and he said and I knew a lot of people that were like it was about doing this much this time and then this much next time and like seeing how far they could push it and that's how you that's how you OD. But I like dude, I can see it. I t- I've taken opiates from like I had my ACL removed or sorry, I tore my ACL when I was in a jujitsu tournament and I had to have it repaired and they gave me a bunch of I think it was Percocet or oxycodone or something like that, but it was really strong stuff because they had to like reconstruct my knee, put screws in my bones. You know, I mean, they had to they had to rebuild my entire knee, basically. And man, I was on those pills for like three or four days and I wanted off. I, I did not like the way it made me feel, it made me anxious, itchy, short temper, constipated. And I'm like, how do people get addicted to that? How could you possibly like that feeling? Because I when I take those things, man, I, I stopped taking them. And I was like, I'll suffer. I'll, I was sitting at work like sweating all day because I was in so much pain. But I'm like, I'd rather do that than keep taking those things. Because like the way it made me feel, man, it just made me feel gross. I can see how people take I I, uh, I had tooth pro- I had tooth problem for a while and I, I didn't have any insurance. So I would just go to the doctor and they would give me um, pain pills and uh, the antibiotics or whatever to get the swelling down and so every time i would get the pain pills like me and my friends which none of us had a pill problem none of us ever had pills but i had gotten all these pills and we were like i'll take one and get drunk and i they gave me like 60 pills for a toothache dude and he took them and partied with them for like i don't know two weeks and I could totally see how somebody would get lost in that lifestyle because to me all it did to me was just like i would i would i not only took it when i got off work i took one when i got off work and i had a fucking horrible toothache and i would just sit there and my buddy was like he his mom had uh, abused pain pills so he, he knew that was like not cool and you know i had 60 pills we took them and then i never did it again but um i would be sitting there watching tv and snoring dude and he was like how are you doing that i was like i didn't even realize it he's like you're awake but you're snoring and so I, I get why people the thing is, is did you I like the way it made you feel though yeah you did yeah i think i would like heroin too like i oh i love like being so stoned that i'm just like uh but like the thing is it's like I, no i'm not going to like no i don't need i don't want it like I, I think that if i if i had somebody give me the right amount of heroin i think i would enjoy it but like again like i just i don't know i'm sitting here having i have a bad weed habit like and i already know how that's annoying dude like, i don't want to yeah. i want to get addicted to anything more addictive and but the thing is is i think that a lot of people end up you know like i said they they end up taking the opiates because of a physical pain but then i think they keep taking the opiates because it alleviates the emotional pain and that's the that's where you know you you run into the, the you know like America like back in the day when I was a kid it was either like either drugs are good or either drugs are bad you know and there was like no in between but then it was like the pharmaceutical drugs are good but the ones you get on the street are bad but at the end of the day dude it's all just powders and chemicals that make us act differently and people you know want certain ones like there's there's adults that take Adderall every day you know like yeah that's that's the same thing as you know somebody buying a little bit of coke and taking a few bumps throughout the day you know like it's basically the same thing um I think what it is is instead of like demonizing, I think we should just realize that humans like to get fucked up and 
we shouldn't punish people for it. And if anything, we should try to find ways to make it like it's dangerous, you know, <laughs> which the thing is, is most drugs are not dangerous. If somebody that knows what they're doing is there, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't have any interest in going further than I've already gone in my life. You know, I don't, well, not I'm not me either, but I mean, go so tomorrow, not tomorrow, but on your next day off, go to a methadone clinic at 5 a.m. and just sit there and park and watch it for four hours. Right. People are getting high every day. Like that's yeah. like that's a problem. We 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 can't. We're, there's no there's no anti drug jargon out there that's gonna make millions of people stop waking up and going to a fucking methadone clinic in the morning or a pain management clinic every morning. People are going to get fucked up on opiates, whether they can do it legally or illegally. Um, I think that you know if because obviously again like people are just gonna take opiates, man. They don't. They don't want to hear what other people say. They're just going to take them. If they can do it safely, then that would be better, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to try to kick that stuff or whatever. But I, I, I don't just think you can honestly, dude. Like, I mean, sure you can, but I don't think most people have the the will to kick something like that. I think it's just something you ride out. Yeah, you'll have to excuse the herd of buffalo in my home right now. I don't know if you're hearing that. You hear that? Yeah. I'm sure it's loud because it they're sounds home, like man. it sounds like they're in my room right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. That that whole thing is a slippery slope. Like the the amount of the amount of painkillers that they were willing to give me when I had my knee surgery, almost I was like, I don't need another month of that shit. I don't need sixty more of those. I, I don't. I didn't want the first thirty. Like I I took ten of them and hated it and suffered for a month and took ibuprofen <laughs> you know so i i don't i can't even identify i can't even imagine but i i imagine different strokes for different folks you know <laughs> i've just you never know, being just a raw humans kind of a tough deal man it's just like no chemicals just a raw human like a monk i mean <laughs> i don't know man like I, I, most people that i know heavily addicted to some type of chemical whether it be sucking be fucking opiates or dr pepper or yeah it's nicotine. always something something with somebody diet coke whatever it might somebody be somebody prefers life with uh, a caffeine buzz or a nicotine buzz or you know most pe- a lot of people prefer life uh with you know the help of chemicals you no know? yeah i mean i can't i can't lie i mean i like to i like to drink a beer you know i I have to take allergy medicine all the time from time to time. I recreationally smoke pot. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I do. I like to drink beer and I like to, it helps me relax sometimes. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, I guess I don't know how to assess it, but it's, you're right. I mean, I'm sure people want to take a break. I mean, especially when you're working 40, 50, 60 hour weeks or you're going through a traumatic situation or something like that. I mean, is there really a is there really a problem with taking the edge off? I mean, if I'm feeling like I I wish I wish like in Kansas. okay, so like if I'm having one of my days where I notice, all right, I'm I'm on edge today. There's nothing. It, it would probably benefit me to stop on my way home at a dispensary and grab a freaking gummy and pop a couple of them on my way home. And by the time I get home, I'd probably, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It, I think it has a lot to do with balance. And Marijuana I don't makes me a better dad. If I wasn't smoking weed, dude, I bet I'd yell at my kids all the time. And I do yell at my kids sometimes, but not for very long. I'm just like, hey, knock it off. And they listen. Well, sometimes you have to. If I like, was like, if I was stone cold sober, no nicotine, no weed, no caffeine. I think I would be just like I would be my brother. It's an asshole, dude. Just like he is an asshole. Yeah, he is an asshole. So like I, you know, it's like I, I and I don't want to be that. And that's one of the reasons I take my psych meds every day, dude. Because I used to be the most cynical, fucking couldn't get along with anybody, self-appointed integrity police person on the planet. And I mean, I got sick of myself, dude. I'm like, who gives a fuck what you think, dude? Yeah. Who are you? Well, you're so much better than anybody, you know. It's you know, it's like. I don't know, man. Me sober is bad. Well, I, I don't. I mean, I I get most of my shit done when I'm sober. You know what I mean? I work long hours, and I can't sit around and edit video and write songs messed up either. Like, so it's it's if I want to be productive, 
I I just can't afford to do that because I just get distracted and then that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? If I sit down to drink beer, I just want to sit down and drink beer. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to have a couple. You know what I mean? Like I I know my limitations, I suppose. Um, but when it comes to limitations, I know I'm, I'm going to try to segue into this. This is going to be a really hard turn. Okay, Derek, are you ready? Right. <laughs> Strap it on. Because <laughs> we're, I mean... So far, lighthearted, happy hour conversations between you and I have not happened at all. <laughs> Two in a row, just the, the most depressing wormhole you could ever go down. Uh, but no, we've got Matt's asking, uh, what are your favorite Thanksgiving food and Thanksgiving dessert? I like dark meat jerky. I think uh, white meat jerky is just dry as shit. I agree. It's like a Popeye's biscuit. It's just like too dry i can't do it unless you have gravy on it um but i'm not really like a i don't get excited for turkey and all that shit like i don't know my family like stephanie grew up in a house where they didn't celebrate holidays because they have religion and we didn't celebrate holidays in my family because my parents were lazy <laughs> like they didn't have anything against them they just didn't decorate for christmas like they were for christmas my entire life my dad would just give me a hundred dollar bill and be like here you go bud merry christmas which is awesome yeah, you know, for a fucking kid, you know, you're like, sweet. You know, I never got that, like, you know, presents under the tree, all that stuff, which I look back on it now, dude. And I kind of thank God, dude. Like my first wife and her brother, they were in their mid 20s and they would cry on Christmas morning if they didn't get what they wanted. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want it. I'm glad I'm not that person. Like, wow, well, yeah, no. And if I ever have kids back then, I was like, I'm never going to let them fucking think Christmas is cool. Like, like, I don't want them to be like these, like, but what did I get for Christmas? It's like fucking nothing. You get to live here, dude. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, all this stuff in here that you have is what you got for Christmas. <laughs> you know, we get like, our kids presents for Christmas, and we, we we you know we tell them it's from Santa and all that. But we really don't get too lost in all in holidays and stuff. And a lot of it's just because neither one of us, me or my wife, really grew up with holidays. But like, as far as like uh, holiday foods and stuff, like I'll, I'll eat whatever there. I'll make a plate. I like pumpkin pie and stuff. But I don't know. The older I get, like I just usually eat some turkey and i eat a lot of rolls i found out like on thanksgiving <laughs> you like bread i like the you, bread you get yeah you get along with my wife she's she loves bread my my biggest thing for me on thanksgiving is stuffing i only eat stuffing once a i only eat stuffing once a year thanksgiving is the only time i eat stuffing and i eat a lot of stuffing with gravy and pumpkin pie yeah. is my pumpkin pie is my jam like we always had a pretty we always had a pretty badass spread for Thanksgiving. Like my family was always pretty big on it. So I still get in the holiday spirit a little bit, even though I don't necessarily buy into the principles behind the holidays and all that type of stuff. But I really like, I really like getting the kids excited, but we do the same thing. Like I tell, I even like the older kids, we even tell them, it's like, we're going to save money for a vacation next year. Do you want to go to Arkansas Springs and go hiking? Or do you want a Barbie? You know what I mean? So we like we try to be we try to be a little bit more like that with it, but yeah, we we get pretty we get pretty into it. Like I put some lights up, we're going to put a tree up, all that type of thing, but I I don't Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the pandemonium of Christmas, like this is maybe the first year and I'm not I haven't made it through yet, so I can't say this for sure, but this is like the first year I've gone into the holidays in like 10 years that I haven't just been like manically psycho. You know, just with trying to work out yeah. the hall, the the hall, work out the holiday schedule with my situation with my kid where I have shared custody, and trying to travel for Thanksgiving with work, and see my family, and there's like pressure from my family to come here, and there's that, and then I'm negotiating with someone who doesn't want to negotiate with me at all to try and figure it out, and it's like I. It's I've been the the Grinch, you know what I mean? And like the last couple of years, I'm like, I can't do that to my kids. That's not fair to them. You know, I have to I have to <laughs> I have to smile. But like since I've set some boundaries and changed a couple of things like this year, my anxiety and my my depression and stress is significantly less than it normally is, you know, this time of year. But I still haven't made it through, you know, like I, I still have to make it through Thanksgiving and Christmas with no you know, meltdowns. So it, it could happen, but I just, uh, this year I'm, op I'm trying to be more optimistic about it, I guess. We, so last year, um, we just did, they got, they both got a present, which they got like weeks before Christmas. I'm that kind of dad. I just give it to them the day I buy it. And, uh, 
on Christmas, we uh, went and this organization here in Phoenix where they they take um, like a what is it? It's like a cooler full of food, and then each kid in the house gets a toy, like. You know, just like a toy, like, you know, like a yeah. toy gun or something like that, I, which probably wasn't a toy gun, but it was a church thing. A toy uh, machete. We, yeah, a toy a chainsaw. A toy uh, chainsaw. But, like, <laughs> it was just, like, some church thing, and, like, I'm not, like, a charitable person or anything. There was a girl that I was trying to hook up with that, was like, asked me if I wanted to go. It was last year. And Stephanie, I was like, Stephanie, this chick that, like, I'm talking to is, like, Honestly, and she was like, oh, that'd be really cool. We can go talk to the fuck. We can go show the kids that, you know, like people have shitty Christmases and like we can help. So like that's what we did last year. <laughs> that's and good. That was pretty fun. Like that was cool just to, to see like, you know, people that, you know, and, you know, and it's not like I had like a great childhood or anything, man. But like you go, you, you, you go out and do stuff like that, man. And you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. the world fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, these, this is terrible. Like the, where, where I'm delivering these things, this is awful. When people live here, this is what they call home. This is their safe place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know. It's like real humbling and shit, man. And see, like I'm, I'm all about some poor kid that fucking has everything in life stacked against them right now for them to end up successful and you know, yeah. well, they have everything stacked against them. So. And I don't want my kids to see that, you know, like, because, you know, my kids are real good at, like, thinking that their life sucks. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your life doesn't suck. I think all I'll kids show think you kids that. that life sucks, you know, like. Yeah. I'm like, your life is sweet. You know, like, you you, you ate today. You know, like, that's cool. You know, like, <laughs> you should be proud of that because not everybody in your class, buddy, ate today. Like, in the summertime, like, not at all ate today. Well, you like, when we, even when you travel and you go to these, like, you know, you go to Jamaica or something like that and you go to these all-inclusive resorts or you go to Mexico or wherever you're going, you know, Central America, whatever. And you're driving through these towns on the way to get to where your lavish, you know, party central resort is and you're driving through like these shanty towns, you know, and you're just like, man, I, it gives you a real perspective on how good you have it. You know, it, it's like, it's almost a reason why you should enjoy your vacation more. It's like, because this is, this is an opportunity that not a lot of people get and you should be grateful, you know, and you yeah. should tip those guys extra and you should fucking be nice to them and not be a dick and, and all of that. Cause like they're living a completely different situation than any of us could even feasibly imagine. It's like, all right, I learned that's like, I take that home from my vacation, hopefully, you know? And it's like, I'm always super nice to everybody and I tip a lot and I probably tip too much and I probably look like a sucker, tourist american but i don't care at all i'm like hey buddy hey i you never know. got that either like i have a lot of friends that'll they'll say you know that with the whole immigration thing you know like they'll be like oh, of course they should come here and all that stuff you know but like i'm sorry dude i'm fucking glad i was born in this shithole country dude like <laughs> just like you're talking about man there are places that are connected to us by land running water is still a thing of the future like i live in a country it might be dirty water and it might kill you like in flint but they give you generally some water running to your house you know what i'm saying it's like, yeah you know it's like there, there's countries that like china you can't have an opinion or they kill you or whatever all that shit they say on the <laughs> internet you know it's just like yeah america's not that bad man like i feel like i've met a lot of people man a lot of people that came here illegally and worked their way to be here legally. Me too. And they have a great job and they usually have a great two jobs and they're taking care of their family back home and stuff, you know, and like, and like, that's awesome that America was a place where they could do that. And then there's like, well, it wasn't easy for them. It's like, yeah, but would that be fun? Yeah. And, and I, and I do think that, you know, it shouldn't take 20 years to become a United States citizen. You know what I'm saying? I think there, there's some, there's obviously some flaws there and stuff. But like, there's a reason people are running here. You know, it's like, it's not so bad here. You know, there's a lot of opportunity in this country. And really, I'm a firm believer that you kind of go where you, where you walk in life in America. Like, you want to, if you want, if you want to be 
doing something in a year from now, start walking towards it. And generally in America, you'll be okay. Like, sure. And a lot, like we were talking about earlier, it's not about like what you know, it's who you know, and all that stuff. Life is like the game, big brother, start playing, you know, meet yeah. people, network, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, I'm high. Try. Well, no, it's, I mean, you gotta, you gotta try shit. Like I'm learning, I'm learning by going, I'm trying it. I'm trying this. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, trying to grow my arsenal or I'm trying to build something. And, and the only way that I think I can do that successfully is if I learn, you know, the hard way. And, and for some, I like, I, I don't know. Sometimes people associate learning the hard way as a negative thing. And for me, no, it's like, I, these are, these are the reps that I needed. These are, this is the, you know, this is the mold that I needed. I needed to go through this. I needed to go through that to get to where I am here. Cause now I've learned from that situation and I can apply that the next time I get, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a, it's a thing that snowballs, but if you just sit around and, and you just sit around and complain about it and you sit around and make it this, this whiny shit that we've experienced lately, especially I'm noticing that it's backed off quite a bit since the election's over, which is nice. Like, it seems like everything's a little milder on the social media landscape these days. There's a little more smiling, a little more laughing. Um, but I think some people are just like their life is consumed by that negativity and that sitting around and complaining about things that aren't happening for them. But they're not doing shit, you know, to make it happen for themselves. And it's like I, I just like I, at some point I just stop feeling sorry for them. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not that I'm on some high horse saying I'm doing the right thing, but I, I wake up every day and work my ass off and I try to do better every day. And, and so far so good, you know, I've never made a dime that I haven't had to go out and earn and that's it. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't understand why it's so complicated, but I, there's so many different walks of life and so many situations that people are born into that you can't really judge them for that either. No. <clears throat> No, my dad, my dad dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. And when he was in his heyday in the oil field, I don't know how much he made, but it was over a hundred thousand easy, you know, a year. And that's pretty good for a guy that doesn't have a high school diploma. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, there's a fucking will there. Way. And he didn't give out jobs like that. My dad worked, he got there because he busted his fucking ass. Like people quit that company when they gave my dad that job. Cause he was so new. Cause they were like, well, he fucking outworks all of you by tenfold. Of course you're going to give him this job. People left the company that had been there for 20 years because they were like, fuck that. I'm not working for some newbie. They're not going to let me loaf anymore. Exactly, dude. My dad set a standard and they fucking hired him and like three or four people left the company because of that shit. And that's petty as shit and whatever. But like, you know, like that, that you, you, it's hard to stop um, somebody who's on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people try to stop them all day long, but they're generally they're going to get back up and come even harder. You're like, oh, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to learn from this and it's going to make me even more miserable to deal with the next time I come back. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I just, <clears throat> I love that about people. The, the fact that some people can just take it and take it and take it and just keep swinging and coming back and being like, you know what? I'm not going to let this stop me. And those are the types of people that I tend to gravitate to or, be inspired by it's like this guy this guy's not sitting around complaining about what happened to him is he accepting it is he talking about it absolutely he is however it doesn't define who he is as far as his ability to you know to thrive in this fucking world that we're in and it's like you know i i don't know i think that's i i think that's like the most inspiring thing that you could see somebody that does it their way and gets it their way as opposed to somebody that I don't know what they do, give hand jobs to get to where they get or whatever it is. But, them out, man. Yeah, I, so I don't know. But Derek, I'm going to let you go, man. I'm going to right. go spend time, uh, spend time with the family and have Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. I hope you have a good one with your family, dude. Um, I hope you're well, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you very soon. I'm sure I'll be getting some demented memes from you very soon. Let me see one second. Watch your screen. Got it. Watch your screen, buddy. I see a, I see a line cutting down. I'm not sure what's happening right now. This is my first uh, stream. Just subscribe to your channel. I see that. Thank you. 
And it says it launched an emote firework in the channel, but I don't have that set up, apparently. Later, man. Take care, buddy. Alright guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice to be notified of new episodes and leave a positive review if you dig what you're hearing. Guys, I would love to hear from you on social media. Let's get connected at DustyGrant57 on all platforms. Alright y'all, that's it for now. See you next time on DG and Friends. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. Ready for endless hot water? How about instant hot water at every faucet? Looking to go tankless? The ProSkill Services water heater experts are the highest rated plumbing crew in the valley. ProSkill has over 4,000 five-star reviews. ProSkill operates with honesty and transparency, which is why all pricing is listed online. For an instant quote on your new tankless or traditional water heater, tap the screen now or visit ProSkillServices.com.